Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant The Rock Corgan, joined as always by Andrew Mysterio Tobes and Brendan The Undertaker Pika. How are you guys doing? I got it. I'm doing great, dude. The Undertaker is actually my favorite back in the day. No, that worked out. I actually did know that, and that's why I went yeah. down that road. So I'm oh, glad uh, everybody's on the same page with yeah. that. Who are you? Are you The Rock? I am The Rock, oh. both in your lives Basic. and in the WWE. I'm it's true. A, I'm more of a Steve Austin type of guy. Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin. For people yeah. who do not know, this is not a not a wrestling show. Uh, this is an athletic fantasy football podcast, and barely athletic really? is the way we like to do it. Really quick, um, who's, who's your favorite wrestler? Me? I'll be it very mysterious. It doesn't matter what your favorite wrestler is, Jabroni. All right, moving on. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Moving back towards fantasy football, which is why yeah. you're listening, and that's yeah. why we love you. You know, we're looking towards week eight. Seven weeks have come and gone. Fantasy football is strange, and we're looking at a very different cast of characters. Injuries are starting to take hold. Teams are starting to suck. And we are here to help you figure out who to play, who to start, and see how it goes. Well put. Oh, thank that you. Was, that was really nice. Uh, starting out, you know, let's just jump right into the preview. We'll end yeah. the show with our picks. We'll go into that that stuff. We'll go over the games first. So starting out, we have the New York Jets taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. This will be a good one. And I know I say that about every single NFL game, but that's because it's true. Uh I'm really excited about the Jets this week and rest of season. Yeah. I think that they literally hit rock bottom last week. That was probably the worst game of football I've had to watch in a while. <laughs> it was not good. Um, I mean, it was so bad that Darnold said he was seeing ghosts yeah. on the field. Um, that's not what you want to hear, but I really do like this team moving forward. And I've been putting in waiver claims for Jamison Crowder, Chris Herndon, as yeah. well as Robbie Anderson's been on a couple waiver wires. Mm. Um I would start Robbie Anderson this week. Uh, I think he's a, a pretty solid flex. Uh, the Jaguars are middle of the pack when it comes to pass defense. And I think Robbie Anderson, you know, people were drafting him to be a wide receiver three, wide receiver two. And all the reasons they like him, they're still applicable. Darnold is still their QB. Robbie Anderson is still a really good uh, wide receiver. He's fast. He's got good hands. And I think they're really going to kind of after getting embarrassed last week, I think they're going to make it a point to make Darnold uh, the center of the game. Similar to Kirk Cousins earlier this season. He got a lot of heat, and then they just turned the keys over to him, and look at what they've been doing since then. Yeah, I I like uh, Crowder and Robbie Anderson this game. I got both of them in a flex. Who do you like more between the two? Uh, Well, if it's a PPR, I like Crowder better. But if it's a half point or none, I would go Anderson. Yeah, I think Robbie... Um, I think is Crowder's the better better. play, but yeah. I think Crowder's definitely the safer play. Um, when it comes to running backs, you know, I'm really excited about Le'Veon Bell rest of season. You know, I truly do think he'll be top five uh, running back for the rest of season. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of how to say this. Jaguars are middle of the pack. Really, they're not the Jaguar defense you remember from years past. So Le'Veon Bell should not have any problem running on this team. He's the focal yeah. point of this offense. And now that, you know, they're kind of through the thick of it with their schedule, I really do expect this team to take a huge step forward. Um, Sam Darnold, I'm not going to start this week. You know, I I think he still needs to redeem himself a little bit, but I think his weapons do get elevated because, like I said, last week was their rock bottom. Yeah, I think there's better 
streaming options, like you said, instead of Darnold this week. But yeah, Bell, Crowder, and Robbie Anderson I like in this matchup. Yeah, and I think something else that's that's worth mentioning is you know, the, the Jets might be a good stash defense uh, rest of season. Oh. So they have the Jaguars this week, which is a, a pretty solid stream. But then after this, they have Miami, the Giants, Washington, and then Oakland, uh, wow. Cincinnati, and then Miami again. That's a pretty good stretch of both offensive weapons and a stashable defense. You know, the Jets have faced really good teams, so their defense mm-hmm. hasn't been performing. But... That's a pretty good streamable defense to put in there. Yeah, so I'll jump on stat- top of that right now where you, can, where you still can. Right. So if you have the roster space to roster two defenses, the Jets might be a good option. Yeah. Uh, moving over to the Jaguars side of the ball. Andrew, do you want to break it down? Yeah. So D.D. Westbrook, questionable with the neck injury. Uh, he's had a hot two weeks, but, you know, the, the neck injury is very concerning. Um, Jets, Jets defense is also kind of around middle of the pack. There's really only one player, or I guess two players, that I like. Um, obviously, you got Leonard Fournette. I mean, he's a he's a must. Yep, and he's a must start. DJ Chark, still, I mean, he's still startable. Yeah, he's Even wide receiver five on the season. Exactly. He's. A, I don't think there's really anyone else that you can argue to start. Um, I don't want to start Westbrook because of his injury, and then I don't think Minshew is fantasy relevant anymore yeah that's harsh um, but i definitely yeah. see where you're coming from uh i would if westbrook is active i would start him i i think dd has a chance to you know have a really good game really build on what he's been doing these past couple weeks i'm not very excited about Minshew, like you said but you know i'd be i think westbrook is a fine flex uh, and dj chark is a wide receiver Obviously, too yeah yeah, no, I I think you said it. I think you said it pretty well. Those are all the options we're interested in. Mm-hmm. Jets versus Jaguars. I'm gonna take Jets. Oh, this is tough. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna be different. I'm going Jaguars. That worked out well for you last week. So, Brendan, <laughs> first tiebreaker of Week Eight: Jets or Jaguars? I'm going with the New York Jets. J e t s Jets Jets Jets. Next up, we have the Broncos taking on the Colts. Wow, Broncos. I'm trying to think of a new way to intro games other than saying this should be a fun game. Because yeah. that's, if that's a drinking game, is this going to be a fun game? <laughs> this will not be a fun one. Okay, okay you're uh, saying it's the opposite. Okay. <laughs> we'll start I with thought, the Broncos. I thought you were going to argue saying that it was a, it, this was going to be a really good game. No, like, no. a lot better ones this week. I'm just excited about football. So with the Broncos, they did make a big change this past week. They traded away Emmanuel Sanders to the 49ers. Um, In the wake of Emmanuel Sanders, I think Cortland Sutton becomes a wide receiver too. He already was, but I think this only makes him that much better. But the real question is, do you have any interest in Deshaun Hamilton, the next wide receiver up? I think that's one of the situations where you got to just wait and see, where you just got to keep an eye on. I'm not jumping on him right now. Just because mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Joe Flacco. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty small fan club. Yeah, it's a really small fan club at the moment. But yeah, I, I don't have any interest in him right now. Yeah, no, I'm. 
I see where you're coming from. I do want to say I think I'm more excited about Hamilton than you are. I yeah. think he's a he's a really good route runner, and I think he does a lot of things really well. I think he's going to be Emmanuel Sanders light. The only thing that can really get in his way is Joe Flacco, the same thing that got in the way of Sanders. Mm -hmm. So Deshaun Hamilton, I think, is a fine stash. Um, I really do think he has upside in this offense. Uh, And Sutton becomes more valuable. So I think Sutton goes from a low-end wide receiver two to a middle-of-the-pack wide receiver two. Deshaun Hamilton, I'm not starting, but I think he's close to a flex once you really do see how it it breaks out. Um, Colts defense is not too... Uh, too intimidating, I think, is a good way of putting it. They're yeah. a bend-don't-break defense, similar to the Patriots, Patriots defense right? yeah. of yesteryear. Not particularly this year. It's been uh, a different beast. But, yeah, it's a bend-don't-break offense. Beat. I'm starting Sutton. Uh, Deshaun Hamilton, I would hold off. But as far as running backs, Philip Lindsay, I'm starting. Yep. And with Royce Freeman, he's still involved. And last week, he scored a touchdown, so he is getting red zone opportunities. But... Freeman, if you're in a pinch and you absolutely need to start a running back, there's just nobody else. You could do worse than Freeman. He's involved. He's getting the opportunities. Mm-hmm. But Philip Lindsay's by and far uh, the, the wide receiver I'd, or the uh, running back I'd want yeah. from this team. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I think that sums up the Broncos. Moving over to the Colts, I am a little concerned about the receiving options on this Colts team. Uh, Jack Doyle was limited in practice today. Yep. Uh, today's Friday. And Denver, you know, they're third in the NFL in passing yards allowed. Yeah, they're actually in good. the NFL. They're, they're good. Christopher Harris is amazing. Yeah, as bad of as as bad of a team as this is, their secondary is really good. So I am nervous about Ty. Yeah. Typically, Chris Harris does beat Ty. So I, I am nervous. Um, are you nervous enough to bench Ty? I'm not nervous enough to bench him. No, I think that he's still good enough to not bench just because I would be super upset with myself if I benched him and then he goes off. Um, but it, it really does. I, I wouldn't expect a big game out of TY. Yeah, no, I think you're right there. I think you'll get one of those 60 to 80 yards receiving no touchdown yeah. this week. Uh, I think the real question is Zach Pascal, you know, the superstar of last week, good game last he, week. He had a huge game last week yeah. and really Came out of nowhere. Uh, I think the question people have is: Is he worth starting moving forward? I I wouldn't say start. I wouldn't say start at all. If if you're if you're desperate, maybe. But again, this is Broncos. They're the third best passing defense in the league. I I wouldn't start him against this team. Yeah, no, I I definitely see where we're coming from. Uh, And I wouldn't say I'm super high on Pascal, but I think he could have a good week this week because I think they're going to be focused on T.Y. You know, I don't think Pascal is that much of a elite player, so the Broncos might be okay letting him get the opportunities if he can make the most of them and really focus on T.Y. So I think he's a fine flex. Once again, you could do worse, Mm -hmm. but if you have have to have a Hail Mary, I think the number two against the Broncos – the number two receiver does typically have more success than the number one. So Zach Pascal, I think I think you'd if be happy him. with him as a flex. If you need him. Yeah, and that's not too sexy of an answer, and it's nothing too sure, but he's a new option. You know, he broke out last week, and, you know, it's kind of a bizarre situation moving forward, just the chemistry with Brissett. Yeah. So I think he's a fine flex. Definitely you want to have him rostered to see what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. Do you, do um, as like, far as yeah, I was gonna say, do you like any of the tight ends? Uh, I don't. Um, 
you know, Broncos, you know, they are a pretty stout defense. Um, yeah. And I, you know how I feel about Ebron. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand him. He had a miracle grab last week to make up for the 10 drops he had leading up to it. But no, uh, Doyle's he's hurt. So I'm not too excited about him and Ebron. I'd rather stick a fork in my eye than start uh, Eric Ebron. I so, feel like Ebron would be how I feel. <laughs> if, if all eyes are on, on T Y and Doyle's out or at least hurt, you know, I, I know this could be I, a good opportunity for Ebron. I see where you're coming from. I just, like I said, he's my fantasy football kryptonite. Um, he should have opportunity, yeah. but I just don't trust him enough to start him in my lineup. I, so that I, comes down to how you feel with risk. Yeah, if if you need a tight end there, if you're streaming tight ends, he wouldn't be a bad option if he's available on the waiver. Yeah, there's other tight ends that I feel stronger about, yeah. uh, but we can certainly get into that later on. Yep. So Ebron, would I'd have as a last chance backup parachute. Uh-huh. Uh, Marlon Mack should have a great game. I am very excited about Mack. Yep. Broncos have been vulnerable on the ground, so Mack should go right back to being a low-end running back one, mm-hmm. uh, high-end RB2. Yeah, I would say that. I think he's going to have a good game. I mean, the Colts' offense are the 10th best team in rushing yards per game, so they average about 128 rushing yards a game. That's pretty solid uh, for Marlon Mack. So I think he's going to – I think that high-end running back two spot actually – works well for me and i think it's worth mentioning i know i think this is a couple episodes ago we discussed how we're at the point in the season where you kind of have to ignore the names attached to the production yeah marlon mack is one of those if you see him as your rb1 or someone else's rb1 you know you don't think much of it you kind of don't think of him as being a productive player but he really has put numbers on the field and he's somebody that you know, it does have a lot of value. So yeah. I think he is an RB one rest of season. He's solid. Really? Yeah, he's the 20th uh, best running back this season. So he just needs a little bit more touchdowns. He's got the yards. Yeah, no. And I think he'll get there. Uh, Broncos versus Colts. I feel pretty comfortable taking the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Colts as well. All right. Next up, we have the chargers against the bears, two disappointing Ooh. teams. This is going to be the, dis- the yeah, disappointment go. bowl. Disappointment bowl for sure disappointment bowl for sure yeah. also called the toilet bowl starting out with the chargers i will say the bears defense has given up the fifth most receiving yards to running backs this season not good for melvin gordon very good for austin eckler exactly. so i think if you're dueling with the gordon eckler conversation i'm fading gordon in a major way yeah. and if you have to choose one i think Eckler's eckler. going to continue having the better week especially after yeah his good game last week at 118 yards and a touchdown in seven receptions that's really good i mean that's against the titans secondary which is actually a pretty good uh defense so yeah bears defense fifth most receiving yards to running backs eckler should have a very good receiving game yeah when it comes to the other receiving options i'm really worried about this chargers offense um just just as a organization you know they don't have fans their move to la has been disastrous Uh, and the Bears defense, they're not the Bears defense of, of last year, but they still have Khalil Mack, and they're still a really strong defense. So I'm really nervous. I don't think Phillip Rivers is going to have a lot of time uh, in the pocket to make the big throws. Keenan Allen's hurt. Um, game you know, time I'm, decision as well. It's gonna be I am really fading this offense, yeah. uh, not just this week, but rest of season. Keenan Allen, I think, is someone you want to trade before it gets worse. Mike Williams has become an afterthought with Hunter Henry coming back. I think truly the only option I'm excited about on this team, the two are Austin Eckler and Hunter Henry. 
Yeah, that's that's really about it for me, honestly. I mean, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, a big fade for me against this Bears defense. So Hunter Henry's been stepping it up. That's really the only bright spot in this offense. So those are really the only two I like. Not doing Phillip Rivers this week either. So Yeah, and I think this is a hot take and I you know, I apologize if it's the wrong take, mm-hmm. but you know, based on looking at the matchups, um, how Philip Rivers is projected to do, if Keenan Allen does play, I'd be looking to bench him. You know, wow. I, I am a big proponent of start your studs, but what has he done for you lately? Wow. He's had, I think, three back-to-back stinkers, and this offense is not getting better, and they're facing a good defense. So I am a Keenan owner. He's benched. He he had about four actually. 48 yards, 18 yards, 33 yards, 61 yards. No touchdowns. No touchdowns um, in the last four games for him. Yeah, he started out a superstar. And yeah. if he can sell on his name, I would absolutely do that. I think worst days are ahead. Yeah, he's still ranked number eight of the season. So that's a top 10 wide receiver right there. So if you can try to trade him away for some someone better, like a Cortland Sutton. Or Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm really worried about this offense. I would sell off the pieces that I can. Hunter Henry is the person I feel best about. Uh, but yeah, I think Philip Rivers is going to be under duress. This O line is a mess. So I this is a this is an offense I'm scared of. Yeah. Um speaking of See, offenses I'm scared of. What's he talking about now? Mitch Trubitsky and the handicapped bears. Yeah. Uh it's a pretty you know, easy one, honestly. On who just not a lot sit. good about this offense. Um, you know, I think the only person you can feel comfortable with is Allen Robinson. Yeah, Robinson, and even him, I'm a little yeah. nervous about. Casey Hayward uh, is, I think, a, a pretty solid shutdown corner. Yeah. So I think he, I think he'll be draping uh, Allen Robinson most of the day. So I would actually predict less than effective uh, production out of Robinson this uh, yeah, week. I would expect less as well. Yeah, so I, there's nobody I'm excited about. Tariq, I'm not interested in. Nope. Montgomery, no nope. thank you. Allen Robinson's the only person I'd start. It, and even yeah. that, I think you're looking at wide receiver three production at best. Yeah, I, I would start him, expect little. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty sad. easy. I, over <laughs> that sums up the Bears. That's really, it's really easy. Yeah, no, Bears are 28th uh, in the league for rushing yards per game. Yeah, that's not great. I want to start any of their running backs. And Bears are ranked 29th in the NFL with passing yards per game. Yeah, neither of those are good stats. I'm not a mathematician, but I know enough to stay away from that. Chargers take on the Bears. I (laughs) (laughs) they're both bad. Yeah, I if I had to choose, Mm -hmm. I think the Bears defense is going to beat out the Chargers offense. Give me the Bears. You took my answer. I was going to go Bears as well. I'm gonna stick with Bears. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change my decision on there. We're wrong. Sounds we're wrong good. Together. All right. I thought you know it was what? gonna surprise some... you and switch it up. Oh, not not this time, my friend. Yeah. Moving on, we have the Cincinnati hapless Bengals like, taking on the LA Rams. This will be an easy one to choose the yep. winner for. Um, can punch pretty cut right and dry. Now. Starting with the Bengals, AJ Green's doubtful for Week Eight. I continue to believe. I don't think he's going to play rest of season. Yeah, I think you're um, right last week. I don't think he's even going to play. Yeah, so over if he can Bengals. if he can trade his name, I absolutely would. I traded him three weeks ago, and I'm very glad I did. Yeah. Um, 
not just because he's allegedly injured, which I don't doubt. However, it's a contract year for him. Uh, and I don't think he has any interest in re-upping his contract with the Bengals. Nope. They're pretty clearly in rebuild mode. So I don't think he's going to risk his body uh, in a contract year. Uh-huh. So I don't I don't know if he plays rest of season. And if he does play, I don't know how, how much he'll be playing uh, and trying to put his body on the line. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with him at all. If he's still on your team, you got to look at other options, man. It's... He just, I don't have any faith in him. Yeah. Um, other options on this team. This is the week I will officially proclaim. If you have Joe Mixon, you can leave him on your bench. Okay. I thought you were going the other direction with that. And that was about to freak out. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh... Yeah. I agree with you. Bench Joe Mixon. It's that time. Bengals are the worst team in the NFL in rushing yards per game. They're only averaging 53 rushing yards a game. That's average. That's terrible. Yeah, I, did, I didn't think this was possible, but the Bengals are ranked 33rd in the NFL for rushing yards per game, and there's only 32 teams. <laughs> oh, did I say 33? <laughs> no, I just I just said that. Sorry. Oh, oh <laughs> I, was, I was trying no. to be funny. Okay, um, no, I they, <laughs> I guess they are dead last. They are 32. Again, when, if you're a Mixon owner, I am so sorry for your loss. Yeah. Rip to Mixon's potential. You know, there's a chance he could go off on your bench. You know, he is still a great player. His talent hasn't changed. But this team, the situation is an absolute just backbreaker. If you're so worse, Mixon's on a bench, a I'm so sorry. They're what? worse than the Dolphins in rushing yards per game. If you're worse yeah. than the Dolphins in something, you got to figure it out. Yeah, that is uh, no bueno. Um, Tyler Boyd, are you interested in him at all? I... If I'm going to be honest, I'm just done with this Bengals offense. <laughs> Tyler I, <laughs> Tyler Boyd hasn't performed well. Auden Tate has been back and forth. He's been solid. Yeah, he's had a couple good weeks. Yeah, Tate's um, been solid. I like Boyd more. He's been yeah. a bigger disappointment because people had higher hopes for him. But in a PPR league, you know, I think you're fine with Boyd and Tate, honestly. Really? Um, they're both involved enough. This team is going to get the crap kicked out of them every single week. They're going to have to throw it to somebody. And garbage, garbage time points are just as valuable. Yeah. So I expect the Rams to have a pretty easy victory in this one. So that means Andy Dalton will have to get points somehow. All right. He's going to put yards up. So I like Tyler Boyd more than Auden Tate. I think Auden Tate is a desperation flex, mm-hmm. but you could do worse. Tyler Boyd, I think, is a solid flex. I guess I might have overreacted with Tyler Boyd. I'm a little. You certainly I'm did. You're a diva about it. Um, I, I see this as the, as a trial for Tyler Boyd. If he doesn't, if he doesn't do well this game, then he's going to find a nice spot on my bench. Yeah, no, I'm not opposed. And even if he's on your bench now, I certainly cannot blame you. Uh, I wish I could tell you better days are ahead, but that would be a lie. Moving over to the Rams side of the ball, they've been a disappointment season long, but they're still a, a pretty good offense. They have weapons that can really get stuff done. Um, yeah, I guess, where do we start? Jared Goff, I do expect to have a good week. Um, this Bengals defense is nothing to be afraid of. I'm starting Gurley with confidence, Mm -hmm. starting Cup with confidence. I think someone you might not be all that, uh, excited for is Gerald Everett. He's a tight end, uh, for the Rams who really has stepped it up in recent weeks, getting more targets, getting more production. 
And Goff really does seem to favor him, especially because the O-line for the Rams has looked a lot less good. So he's looking for those quick throws because Cooks isn't one of those players. Robert Woods isn't necessarily one of those players. It really favors the short game, which is Cooper Cup and Gerald Everett. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think... I think Everett's emergence has hurt Cooks and Woods, but there's still value to go around. I'm starting everyone. The All only, of them, yeah. The person I'm the l- least excited about is Brandon Cooks. Yeah, it, it's kind of a toss-up between Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods for me, but I, I would lean more towards uh, Brandon Cooks as well. Yeah, so I think you're starting all your Rams. You could not ask for yeah. a better matchup. Uh, should be all systems go. My only concern is that they blow them out early and just kind of try to run down the clock rest of game. Yeah. Hopefully it's to Gurley, but it probably won't be. Yeah, I, I certainly hope it's to Gurley as well. Um, yeah, Everett, if he's on waivers, I think you can claim him. I think he's a yeah. t- top 10 for sure. I'd say top eight. Nine best this, this year. Yeah, so. and that's really with a late emergence. So I think he yeah. is, uh, I think he's the next Darren Waller, dare I say it. So right. yeah, yeah, and that's he's, that's bold, but I I firmly believe that I have him in all my leagues. Um, yep, I think he's a really exciting player moving forward. You and there still is a chance to pick him up. He's owned in seventy eight percent of leagues, so he's pretty pretty uh pretty much taken. But just double check see if he's available because he's actually really really great tight end week to week. Uh, I think this will be an easy game to predict. Yeah, I think yep. we're both choosing the Rams. The Rams. Next up, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off of a bye against the mm-hmm. Tennessee Titans. Uh, we'll start with the Buccaneers because I think they're going to be the more fun team to project. Yeah. OJ Howard, uh, I can't, I'm not sure if he's declared out. He's for sure limited with an injury. Um, oh, no, he's if, for sure out. He's out for this week. Yeah. If you um, still have him on your team. Yeah, that's yeah, Howard, yeah. He's one of those people that I think it's okay to drop. And mm-hmm. not to get too conspiracy theory, I think there's a chance he gets traded, but you know, I'm not gonna that doesn't affect anybody right now. So OJ Howard yeah. is out. Not that he was doing much for your team anyway. Honestly, that might be a gift because now you're not tempted to start him. Exactly. Um as far as other options, Tennessee Titans, they are very good against wide receivers. But if you have Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, you're starting them. You've got to start them. Um, Yeah, running backs, I'm not starting. I don't like Ronald Jones. I don't like Peyton Barber this week. I will say, and you might not like me for this, and this might be a little peek to what I have going on later, I think Cameron Brait is going to be excellent in this game. Okay. The Titans are vulnerable to tight ends, uh, and he scored two of the last three weeks. And yes. he does have a history with Jameis. Uh, and I'll get into it more later on because sneak peek, he is one of oh my boy. yays for the week. But no, I really like Cameron Bright. And if you just lost somebody, Delaney Walker's out. Um, there's yep. a lot of, it's pretty gross at the tight end position this year. Um, I think Cameron Bright has a good chance to be top six tight end this week. I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, he's been hot the last three weeks. So I, I could definitely see that happening. You dig it. Um, I dig it. Yeah, Jameis Winston, I'm not starting. Uh, he's too too scary for me, especially against yeah. a good defense. Yep. I'm I'm very sad Marcus Mariota is not starting because that would be a really interesting narrative between Jameis Winston, who was taken first in the draft, versus Mariota, oh, yeah. who was taken second in the draft. But instead, we get the Ryan Tannehill-led Titans. <laughs> not great. Not great. Um, but yeah, as far as options go. Tannehill did good, though. 
he he did fine. He did fine. The Titans had the most yards, most total offensive yards last week against the Chargers. Yeah, that's gross. It's it is, it is the Chargers. Uh, so I will say, Derrick Henry makes me extremely nervous this week. You have to start him, but the Buccaneers have been otherworldly against running backs. Uh, they held Christian McCaffrey to under sixty yards in two separate games. Uh, they've faced huge names and they've shut them down. Um, I can't point out why or what players bringing that value, but all I there, know is it is who's that rookie? It is fantasy death uh, yeah. for running backs. So Derrick Henry does have every game has a chance of falling backwards into do the into the end zone. You know he just has that capability and he's, he has that involvement. But I'm really worried about him this week. I think you could easily get thirty yards and a touchdown, and that's if you're lucky. Yeah, I think that's the you need to start him, but expect little kind of. Yeah, if he puts up there. any points at all, it's going to be because of a touchdown. Yeah, this Bucks defense is so good; they're the best team or best defense in rushing yards. Yeah, against running allow, back specifically. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> they only allow sixty-eight rushing yards per game. Yeah, wow. and like I said, they have wow. faced extraordinary running backs. Yeah, um, and they've shut them Saquon. They shut down Saquon McCaffrey twice. So, yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm i very like nervous about Henry. Uh, but as far as the receiving options, I do like Tannehill this week because of what he does for the receivers. Uh, Corey Davis, I'd be fine starting this week. I think he's a middle-of-the-pack flex. Yep. And he is playing. He is playing. Yeah. He was questionable midweek, but now he's full practice. Yeah, the Buccaneers are very beatable. As good as they are on the ground, they are that bad when it comes to receiving. Yeah. So... I do really like Corey Davis this week and Tannehill. I think without Walker being there, um, he's going to need to focus on these, on these wide receivers. So yep. Corey Davis, I like AJ um, Brown, I believe. Yep. AJ Brown. I still want to see him develop more before I trust him. Yeah. But you know, I Corey Davis, I'd feel pretty comfortable with me too. Me too. He's a little bigger guy too. So if, if uh, you know, Tannehill needs to toss it up, he's going to look towards Corey Davis. Um, I think it's going to be pretty high scoring here. Uh, the Bucks' defense are 30th in uh, points per game given up. So they give up an, on average about 30 points a game. Um, and I think that's going to be mostly in the air for, t- for the Titans. So I like Corey Davis, yeah. and I, I would think about putting A.J. Brown in your flex. Yeah, I'm not there with A.J. Brown. Uh, I want to see more of it. He's I... really inconsistent, but... Right, and he's a rookie. You know, yeah. I, I want to see... I would not start him if it was me, but I certainly see where you're coming from. Um, yeah, between these two teams, this is going to be a tight one, but I'm going to go with Bruce Arians. They're coming off of the bye week. Okay. Uh, you know, I am I think the Buccaneers are going to win this one. All right. I am going with the Titans. Yeah, I could have told you that. Yeah, I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. I like their yeah. defense. Uh, and I think they can stop James Winston. Wow. Yeah, no, I certainly can understand where you're coming from yeah. i just think the buccaneers offense will be better than the titans defense it's a big toss-up uh yeah and camera Brait. sorry I, I don't know if i mentioned anything about that but camera Brait, i think he's gonna be the difference maker in this game yep. brendan give it to us straight who do you Go like well okay first of all this one's really tough just because I just don't really have confidence in either of these teams, but uh, I think I'm going to go right. with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I I agree with Brian. I think the offense is going to be the difference in this game. So, all right, oh, Brendan, you're a good friend. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, if it's if last week was any indication, Andrew, you are in the wrong. Last side week of I was I was just crazy. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Speaking of crazy, <laughs> uh, Seahawks taking on the Atlanta Falcons, Bird Bowl. Bird Bowl, part Battle three. of the birds. I love it. Let's start with the Falcons. Uh, this has been a team who has just, it has been a disastrous yeah. season. And allegedly this game will decide uh, if Dan Quinn gets fired or not. <laughs> Tough so, game for Dan Quinn. Yes. Yeah. Oh Dan God. Quinn is not looking forward to Sunday. Uh-uh. So we'll start with the Falcons side of the ball. Matt Ryan did not practice uh, earlier in the week, yep. but he did practice today. Uh, so it is looking like he'll suit up for this weekend. Uh, and that really does elevate everybody. I was really, really worried about Matt Schaub. I yeah. think that would have been a huge downgrade for mm-hmm. everybody. But I really like Julio, obviously. But they traded away Mohamed Sanu to the Patriots this past week. Yeah. So I think that really will elevate the targets both Calvin Ridley and Austin Hooper get. Mm-hmm. So I like all these options really in this game. All of them for me. Even Freeman. You know, Freeman I don't think is going to have a great game, but he'll be a serviceable RB3. Could do worse. But no, I yeah. Julio's a clear cut, you know, top end wide receiver one. Calvin Ridley, I think, is a low end wide receiver two. And Hooper. You know, as always, he's a bet to finish top five tight ends. Uh huh. Uh, Matt Ryan, would you start Matt Ryan this week? Oh man, that injury it makes me nervous. And they're playing a really good team, but you know that the Falcons are going to have to throw the ball. That's the thing. Um, it's how football works. Ooh, I, I would. Wow, you're taking so long. I'm taking so. Um, it's so hard to decide. See, yeah, I'm, it depends on your options. It, but it if it was me, you know, I'd take Stafford over Ryan. I think Ryan could be better, but I don't want to end up with someone who has to leave the game. Yeah, you know, it, it's an ankle injury and that has a chance to reaggravate. So if it were me, I'd stream somebody else. But no, if you want to ride with Matt Ryan, I can't stop you. He's got probably arguably the best weapons of the NFL. I mean, it's going to be it's just his injury. game if he if he stays healthy this game because they Falcons are averaging. Falcons are uh, averaging about 300 passing yards or almost 300 passing yards per game. Uh, and the Seahawks are giving up 265 passing yards per game. So I, I think that it could be a huge game or it's probably going to be a huge game for Matt Ryan if he stays on the field. So if well, you and- really take that risk, then go for it. Yeah, and this is completely narrative driven. Um, but Dan Quinn, you know, like I said, he's coaching for his job. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, he'll probably be gone anyway. But you know, if his players like him at all, if he wants to make this happen, their their defense is trash. So he's going to need their offense to step up. Yep. So I like all these Falcon options more than normal. Um, so it'll be curious to see how it turns out. Um, you know, moving over to the Seahawks. I really like these Seattle Seahawks options this week. Oh, yeah. This will be easy. Yep. Start everybody. Start everybody. Wilson. Start Lockett. Yep. I'm really excited about Metcalf this week. Yep. I think he has a good chance to boom. Um, the only position I wouldn't start would be their tight ends. I would not start Luke, uh, Luke Wilson mm-hmm. or Hollister. You know, Carson, obvious must start. This Falcons defense, they're 28th in the league against passing. In a bad way. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so no, bad. they're they're so bad. So I would really be excited about all these Seahawks options. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, I believe we both have some Seahawks I, I in our yay category have, this yeah. week. Oh, it would have been such a good game for Will Disley. Oh, oh it sucks. really would have been. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I think we really discussed everything there is to discuss with this game. Yep. I'm taking the Seahawks. Seahawks. I want to go Falcons for the narrative, but... 
with you there. Um, next up, we have the New York Giants taking on the Detroit Lions. Yeah. I know I say this all the time, but this will be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a great one. It's going to be a great one. Yep. Saquon Barkley's back. Love him. Happy yep. to have him back. Uh, Sterling Shepard is not expected to play. Mm. Um, great for Golden Tate. Not so great for Sterling Shepard. Oh. And not as great for Daniel Jones. Because Shepard is out, I do like Golden Tate more. Yep. And this is this is an emotional argument, but I do strongly feel Golden Tate is one of those players. He played for the Lions. You know, Golden Tate, I think, is a revenge game narrative kind of guy. Ooh. So I love I revenge think, games. I, I do too. Um, they don't always turn out, but I think Tate is one of those players where it really will. And with Shepard being out, I think this is going to be a yeah. great opportunity for got him. It. He's got the so, opportunity. I'm starting them both. Barkley. Yeah, I really like Golden Tate. Uh, Shepard's out, so make sure he's out of your lineup. Barkley, you're expecting great things. Yep. Evan Ingram, uh, are you expecting him to play? Uh, yeah, I would, I would start him. I would start Evan yeah. Ingram, especially if with, he's healthy. With you got to start him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Daniel Jones. You know, he's not the his first start. He looked incredible. Yeah. It's been quite a bit worse every single game since then. It has. But he's still better than Eli. Better than Dwayne Haskins, that's for sure. <laughs> so, oh, what a yeah, I um, you know, I think he's gonna be good enough to give Tate and Ingram value, but I'm not streaming him. Yeah, I I wouldn't. There, like you said, there's other quarterbacks to stream. I mean, Matt Stafford is streamable, so I would do Stafford over the Giants. Yeah, no, moving over to the Lions yeah. side of the ball, I think you are absolutely right. I love Stafford this week. Mm-hmm. Um. Not only that, Marvin Jones coming off of his four touchdown game. I think you need to start him. You know, you've seen his upside and he's had that upside for a while. I think it was last year he had a three touchdown game. That's just what he does. He's one of those guys. So between Galladay, I think Galladay is going to go off. I think he he's going to get his after only getting, I think, two catches last week. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll be getting his. Things will balance out the way they should. But Marvin's startable. Kenny Galladay should go off. Um, you know, I think Hawkinson, he's one of those players that just destroys Ugh. my heart. Yeah. Because he just drops touchdowns. I mean, he drops easy catches. He's a rookie. Unfortunately, you feel gross starting him, yeah. but if you need a tight end, he's getting I, the opportunities. I would say if you're going to start him, try not to watch the game. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really good advice. You're going to get upset. He's like Jimmy Graham. You know, he's just one of those guys, if he can hold on to the ball he's getting targeted where you want him to get targeted. They just need to come down with the pass. Yeah, they're giving them- so I think he's, he's a fine stream in the grand scheme of things. Uh, I wouldn't be excited about it, but you know, he's a pretty fine dart throw. Tight ends tough this year. Like you said. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else would be excited about. Karrion Johnson is unfortunately on IR. His fantasy football season is over. Yep. Ty Johnson. If you spent big on fab, congratulations. I think you have a pretty solid, I'm going to say high-end RB3. I am worried about J.D. McKissick. Uh, He's involved in the passing game, and he's a really good pass catcher in this offense. But Ty Johnson will be the early down running back, as well as getting the goal line opportunities. So between the two, I do like Ty Johnson more. I think he's going to have a fine game against the Giants. I honestly think he's the only fantasy-relevant running back on that team now. I agree. I I will say I am worried that the Lions will bring somebody else in for the running core. Uh, I'm afraid of them bringing back CJ Anderson, for example. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, for now, he's a free agent. Yeah, we can only look at what the situation is now. Yeah. So Ty Johnson, he's the guy. If he's on waivers for whatever reason, make sure you get him. Quickly. Any running back that has that much of a workload is worth rostering. Yeah. Um, between these two teams, oh man, I'm going to rep the AFC North, NFC North, whatever go. we are. Give me the Lions. Yep, me too. NFC North is going to run the NFL, man. That's They have for a while. They have. And they are awesome. <laughs> they are all moving on. We have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Buffalo Bills. This is my favorite game this week. This is, this is probably my favorite game too. We'll start with the Eagles. Yeah. They're kind of in a free fall. Um, yep. They seem to have lost kind of what makes them special. And there's a lot of drama going on right now. Um, there's drama in the back office. There's drama amongst the players it's going to be weird to see how they handle themselves. They've been such a good franchise for so long. I'm curious to see how they handle losing, especially in such a big way like they did last week. So, so bad. Eagles are descending. Bills are ascending. Yep. Starting with the Eagles, Deshaun Jackson's questionable. I'm not expecting him this week, but by chance, if he were to play, I think you start him. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey. You know, I'd be nervous about Jeffrey. You know, the Bills... They're no slouches when it comes to defense, but you know, as the wide receiver one in this offense, if you have to, I'd be okay with Jeffrey. Yeah, I mean, he is going up against Tredavious White, who is amazing. We both love that guy. Um, but I think that I think that this could be a good game for Zach Ertz. Honestly. Wow, I I disagree strongly. Disagree strongly. Um, All right. Yeah, I would be devastated if I would have drafted Ertz. I'm fortunate enough to have not gotten got him in any league. But no, his his split with Goddard is oh, yeah. frightening. Yeah, it's uh, it's awful. I so forgot about Goddard. Ertz is gonna have his. He's gonna get his eventually. Yeah. Um. But no, it's, it's not gonna split. Be this game. The Bills, yeah, unfortunately, defense is really good against tight ends too. They've they've given up, given up the second fewest receptions, uh, and the third fewest yards to tight ends this season. So. Yeah. No, I'm not excited about Ertz. If you could trade Ertz for Hunter Henry, that's a oh, trade I'd be willing man. to make. Oh, what a good deal that is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and that would feel gross. I feel bad because Henry, you could have gotten off waivers. And Ertz, you probably had to pay a third or fourth fourth round pick on. Yeah. But that's just the state of things. Ertz is, he's not getting the targets. Uh, it's gross, but try to trade him if you can. Yeah, I'm but just trying if to you have him, think of you have the, to start him. You got to start him. You got to start him because you, you paid so much for him. I'm just trying to think of who's going to get... Uh, more targets because of Tredavious White on Elshon Jeffrey. Just trying to think, yeah, of, is there anyone? Elshon will get more targets. Um, but no, I'm not starting once this game. Uh, I think, unfortunately, the Bills are a defense you need to be worried about. Yeah. So once is a no-go. And honestly, I think Deshaun Jackson would be the only person I'd want to start uh, if he plays. It's the but other than that, I'm I'm fading this offense. Yeah, I, I really would look to bench Carson Wentz. But, and Henry. And yeah. Carson Wentz, uh, wait, do you mean Zach Ertz? No, I meant Howard. Oh, okay. We'll get to the wrong <laughs> in a sec. Henry uh, on the plane. Carson Wentz has uh, thrown under 200 passing yards in three out of the last four games. Uh, that's not good. He's he's just on a bad streak right now. Um, so I would look at other options in quarterback and in the run game. In the run game, I... <laughs> <laughs> Now that it's finally here, yeah. uh, 
I would be very weary of Jordan Howard and any of these options. So I, I truly think I'm benching all my Eagles yep. except for Alshon Jeffrey begrudgingly. Um, Cause I don't think he'll have a great game, mm-hmm. but you know, he'll get the opportunities and Deshaun Jackson, if he plays, I'm starting him. But yeah. other than that, I'm kind of hands off. I'm, I'm glad you feel the same way that I do. I thought I was just kind of bitter after hyping up Miles <laughs> Sanders, <laughs> but I'm glad. I mean, you are, yeah, 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 I am yeah. very bitter. You know, don't get that wrong, but yeah, I I'm glad that we both agree that we don't have a lot of faith in that run game, especially against the Bills. Yeah, or a lot of love for the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, over to the Bills. Here's a team I am extremely excited for. Yep. This is a team. I mean, they're they're are they five? It's they're six and one, five and one, whatever the hell they are. They've only lost five one, one game. Five and five one. And yep. one. The Bills are a team that's they're getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't look amazing last week. Miami did give them a run for their money, which was weird. But their receiving options are doing fine. You know, I I really like Josh Allen. Yep. I think he's just going to carve up this Eagles defense. Mm-hmm. Um, John Brown. You know, he's in my opinion one of the best wide receivers in the league. I yeah. think he's a strong wide receiver to play this week. The Eagles have been torn up in their secondary to the point where it's been embarrassing. And John Brown, he's fast. He's got good hands. He's either going to carve him up for a whole lot of, you know, medium area plays, or he's going to have just huge touchdowns, just bomb them. Yeah, and we uh, talked about Brown uh, last episode where there's only one other wide receiver besides John Brown that has at least 50 receiving yards a game, and that's Michael Thomas. That's how good yeah. John Brown is. Yeah, and he really, once again, he's one of those under-the-radar players that – you know, you don't expect all that much from him. And then we're seven weeks, we're eight weeks into the season. He's somebody who's getting it done. So you have to treat him seriously. Yeah. Uh, I love John Brown this week. Uh, hint, hint, he's my start of the week again. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love John Brown. Cole Beasley, I'd be fine starting him as a flex, even in a non-PPR league. Uh, this this Philadelphia secondary will get destroyed. Yep. I think they'll be able to make the Bills nervous. I think this will be a, a higher scoring game than people expect. But no, I like, give me the Beasles. Give me John Brown. Um, I'm avoiding Dawson Knox. I think he still needs to develop some. But no, I'm starting Allen, Brown, Beasles. I, I will say. Any, yeah, we got to talk about the run game. Yeah, I'm avoiding it. Yeah, me um, too. Last week was not good. Uh-huh. I did not like the split between Singletary and Gore. Gore's he is time. He is just an he's Mount Rushmore. He's a mountain. He's ageless. I hate him. Respect <laughs> the hell out of him. But the Philadelphia Eagles have a terrific run game. Yeah. As bad as they are in the secondary, that's how good they are uh, against running backs. I'm not starting Gore. I'm not starting Singletary. Nope. It's that easy. Yep. Well put. Uh I think this <laughs> this might be a pretty obvious pick. I think we are both going to go for the Bills. The Bills. The Bills going 6-1. and one, Try to yeah. fight for the top Love spot it. over the Patriots. Love it. Cardinals taking on the Saints. Yeah. This will be a fun one, too. Mm-hmm. You can hate me for saying it. I'm going to say it anyway. David it. Johnson is looking like a true game-time decision. I truly hope they just rule him out. Yeah. That would make it easier for everybody. Um, if you have david johnson uh and you don't have chase edmonds you know obviously pay attention as we get closer to sunday but here's the thing 
you can't trust him after what happened last no. week. So if he's still that limited, obviously keep an eye on it as we get closer to game time. But if David Johnson's active, would you would you play him? I was going to ask you the same question. I was going to say, would you start Edmonds over Johnson? Uh, I don't feel comfortable. I, I don't feel comfortable starting David Johnson this week. I think Chase Edmonds proved that he can um, be a top running back, uh, or at least he can carry the load for a while until David Johnson is uh, fully healthy. So I don't yeah, trust if, the injury. Yeah, even if Johnson is good to go, would, I'm starting yeah. Chase Edmonds over him. Yep. Uh, and that might be wrong in the future, but I'd much rather be wrong and not have what happened last week you, happen to me. You want to play who's hot. That's Chase Edmonds right now. <laughs> I have heard you say how hot Chase Edmonds yeah. is. So yeah, he's on fire right now. Three touchdowns <laughs> last week, over a hundred yeah, rushing yards. Yeah. That's fire. That's true. true. And you did tell me how handsome he was. Yeah. Um, Christian Kirk is questionable as well. Even if Christian Kirk is in this week, I'm not starting him, but I am excited about Kirk moving forward. I think he is a good receiver. Uh, and now that he's getting closer to healthy, I think he's definitely worth rostering. Um, not starting yet, but I am curious to see how, how his chemistry develops with Murray. Yeah, the Saints defense is really good. Uh, they haven't allowed more than 260 total yards uh, per game in the last four games. That's that's really good. So I, I'm really fading on this Cardinals offense this week. Yeah, I like them in the future, but this yep. week I'm not starting Larry, not starting Kirk. Uh, um, I think Chase Edmonds, the even East, uh, Kyler Murray. I'm I'm pretty iffy on. I think Kyler Murray is a low end QB one. Yeah, but I would look I, at other options as well. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Matthew Stafford or Kyler Murray? Stafford. Stafford. Yep. yep, I'm right there with you. Moving over to the Saints side of the ball. Alvin Kamara practiced today for the first time in about two weeks. So exciting to have that back. Mm -hmm. Um, If Kamara starts, you're obviously starting him. This Cardinals defense is terrible against running backs. Um, Yeah. The Cardinals defense, speaking of bad defenses in the NFL, Cardinals defense is giving up almost 400 total yards per game. Yeah. That's a a whole lot of fancy football points. Yeah. So here's a question I have for you. I keep going back and forth on it. So I'm starting Kamara if he's starting regardless. Yeah. But if Kamara starts, would you still be interested in Latavius Murray? Oh, man. Um, I know, uh, I'll start. I, I I'll last, give you time to think. Last about. week I said yes, but now I'm I'm less comfortable. Funny. Yeah, I feel the opposite of right. last week. Um, I'm starting Kamara if he's healthy, obviously. Even if Kamara is starting, I think I'd, I'd play Latavius Murray. Um, I think it's a real chance he gets 10 to 15 touches and 10 to 15 touches against this Cardinals defense. I think there's a good chance he breaks one. He breaks one off. So yeah. I think Latavius Murray proved he's a really good running back. You saw it last week. Mm-hmm. He's had a couple big runs, not just this season, but in his career. I'm starting him as a flex. If, uh, even if Kamara is good to go. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that there can be an argument made there. I mean, saints are, I, I think they're going to get an early lead and they're going to focus on the run game and Murray can uh, can get a lot of touches with Kamara being questionable. So, Yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Thomas is the only receiver I'm interested in. Uh, Jared Cook did not practice. Even if he played, I'm not interested. Yep, no Teddy Bridgewater. He probably, this might be his last game starting. So, Yep, yeah, and they are on bye next yeah. week and I do expect Breeze to be back after the bye. 
Cardinals versus Saints. Give me the Saints. Yep. Saints all the way. Who dat? Next up, we have the Oakland Raiders, who just got embarrassed by the Packers. The Raiders are taking right. on the Houston Texans. Oh, is Raiders are... Word? What? I guess embarrassed would be a pretty good word. Oh, it was embarrassed. They got torn up. Apart. Uh, starting with the Raiders, they're yeah. a little banged up. Tyrell Williams was limited in practice, oh gosh, just, but he is practicing. Just want him to so play. If he starts, yeah. If Tyro, if yeah, if he's active, I'm starting him. Uh, Josh Jacobs is questionable with a shoulder injury. Yeah. It's the injury that took him out of the game last week for a little bit. It's enough to be a nagging injury, but it looks like he's going to try to play through it. Mm. So if he's starting, you're starting him. Yep. Yeah, I. Um, Aaron Waller, and that's Waller. You're starting. He's a must. He's a top five tight end. Yeah. The Texans yeah. defense is ranked fourth in rushing yards per game. Um. You know, I'm I'm excited to see what Josh Jacobs can do. I think he's been a real star yeah. this season, and I think he has a real chance to be rookie of the year. It's it's going to be really weird. They're two very similar defenses here. Texan, like you said, Texans rushing defense is ranked fourth. The Raiders rushing defense ranked fifth. Uh, Raiders passing defense thirty first. Texans passing defense twenty ninth. So very similar. I, I feel like it's going to be more passing than running this game because they both have yep. decently good uh rushing defenses yeah no i i agree with you um between the two houston texans running back versus raiders running back give me josh jacobs yeah, all the way uh yeah i will say i'm not starting car no nope. I, I can't stand car i think waller is the only person i'm excited about and like I said, if Tyrell Williams is active, I'm starting Williams. Yep. I think that's how you beat the Texans is by I, uh, throwing it. I on still him. have faith in Tyrell Williams. He did. Uh, moving over to the Texans side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Will Fuller uh, was due for injury and he is. Yep. So he's out. <laughs> um, I think that only helps DeAndre Hopkins. And as a DeAndre Hopkins owner, as I know Brendan is as well. Yep. This is good news. Uh, fantasy football wise, sad for Will Fuller in real life. But no, that's that's a good thing for Hopkins. That'll give him some of those uh, high opportunity targets mm-hmm. back. But Kenny Stills, I think, is a legitimate yeah. playmaker in this offense, and I think yeah, he really steps in nicely uh, for what Will Fuller can do. So I'm starting Kenny Stills with confidence as a flex, high end flex. Yeah, um, me too. DeAndre Hopkins locked and loaded wide receiver one last week. He finally got over 100 and a touchdown again. So I. For everyone who was worried about DeAndre Hopkins, shut up. He's back. Shut up. You're starting it with confidence. There you go. Um, running backs, Carlos Hyde. How do you feel about starting Carlos if, Hyde? I know he's not if you a, a fun to. player to start, but he has the opportunity. I I don't like the matchup this week, honestly. I think the Raiders have actually a really good rushing defense. Um, so you're saying bench Carlos Hyde? I, I would say start him without confidence. I, I that's would a look for other options. I, I don't. That's a, that's a cowardly answer, Andrew. The answer is try to find another person to start instead of him. Latavius Murray, yeah, with Kamara, oh, or Carlos. No, uh, I'm gonna go Latavius Murray. Uh, Ty Johnson or Carlos Hyde. Ty Johnson. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. I excited about Watson. Excited about the passing options for the Texans. Yeah. Darren Fells. How do you feel about Darren Fells? Um, he kind of disappointed me last week. I was very high. In a major way. Yeah. You were, and I, I don't was, know why you I were. I was very high on him, and he disappointed <laughs> me, so I'm really fading yeah. on him. That was uh, a strange he, take. He had, he had one good week, right? 
Uh, and true, he got, he I got excited. Actually, I shouldn't say he had one good week. He had he had two good weeks, but um, he's he's one of those players where he's going to get twenty to fifty yards a game, and if he gets a touchdown, you're happy. If he doesn't, you're not. I would look at other options as well. I don't really. I'm not that interested in in Fels. Yeah, I don't like him at all. Yeah. I'd rather start Hawkins. Even even with Fuller out, I I, I like other tight right. better. Yeah, between these two teams, I'm taking the Texans. Houston Texans. Sweet. Moving on, we have the Cleveland Browns taking on the New England Patriots. Yeah. Pretty uh, pretty easy one here. This one will be interesting. Um, easy to predict who we think will yeah. win. There's gonna be a lot to look at. Let's let's start with the Patriot news. Josh Gordon was placed on IR. There's some drama going on here. Uh, Josh Gordon apparently isn't even injured. He was he's able to run. He's able to practice, but there seems to be some bizarre. I don't really know what's happening, but it's a strange situation. The important thing for fantasy football is he's on IR he's not uh, from the Patriots. Yeah. However, there have been rumors he could get traded, uh, and if he is traded, he does have value and he would be able to play. Yeah, he's still really so, talented. Yeah, I don't think I would roster him. I wouldn't roster him for the possibility of him going somewhere yeah, else. Too much. But keep an eye on it. That's a little. It's a strange situation that you might want to capitalize on if nobody else is paying attention to it. So with Gordon being out, I think that is an upgrade uh, to Julian Edelman. Yep. That's an upgrade to Philip Dorsett as well, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. What about uh? What about their new signing, Mohamed Sanu? Mohamed Sanu. Uh, the Patriots offense is notorious uh, because it, it's tough to understand. Yeah. Uh, I think Muhammad Sanu is a good player, but I think it's going to take him a couple exactly. weeks. I also think Tom Brady will feature him this week, similar to how he did Antonio Brown mm-hmm. week, uh, whatever he started for him. Um, but yeah. Two. I'm not starting Sanu. If I have Sanu, I'm excited. I think this is a upgrade, but I'm not starting him this week, and I think it'll be a couple weeks before I feel comfortable starting Sanu. You, I want to see how it looks. Would you start Dorset this week? Yeah, I would start Dorset. I would start Dorset and Edelman. Yeah, yep. I like Edelman as a wide receiver one, two. Uh, Dorset is a low end flex. Yeah, I think Sony Michelle is going to have a really nice week here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as it gets colder, Michelle will do better. You know, that's yeah. something I was pretty excited about earlier on in the season. I was trying to trade for Sony because I just kind of saw that happening last week. He got a good game and I think the Browns are going to make mistakes on offense. So the Patriots, their defense will capitalize yep. and they're going to be in good situations for both their running back and the passing. Options. I think that's so, the best way to put it. I mean, Baker Mayfield has thrown at least one interception in every game this season. Yeah. He leads the NFL in interceptions that's and not good. He has, he has one more than James. Yeah. Winston. And, and he threw five, James Winston threw five interceptions in one game. So yeah, no, that's, that's pretty yeah. bad. Um, oh. yeah, really like Sony Michelle, but I'm not starting Burkhead oh. and I'm not starting James. White oh. if I can help Sony Michelle, he, he's the best one out there on the field. Um, and the Browns rushing defense is not good. They're 30th in the NFL in rushing yards per game. So I think Sony Michelle can have a very good game and run all over them. Yeah. Let's get into some hot takes here. All right. The Cleveland steaming Browns. I, um, it's not going to be a pretty week for them. I think they are about to run into a guillotine with the Patriots Mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield. I'm benching. Here's, here's a take. I'm curious to get your pick on. I have, I'm a sad Odell Beckham Jr. Owner. Mm-hmm. 
It's been a rough season. Really it's going to be a really rough game. Yeah. I'm still excited for him rough season. Yep. But this week, I haven't benched. I, um, I haven't benched. Me. Yeah. You know, it's gross. Yeah. He's a superstar, and you drafted him to be a superstar. You were hoping he'd be a must start every week. I think he's I think he's bench worthy. Yeah. I'm not starting him this week. Um and he has that talent where he could go off. You know, it's very it's it's a realistic situation where next week we're doing the weekly rewind and we, he went yeah. off for three touchdowns. And we will admit that we're wrong. Most likely. Yeah. But I would rather keep him on my bench and not get burned. Yeah. The Patriots have a tendency to shut down the best players on the other person's team not just this year but that's typically what they do uh odell beckham jr and nick chubb are the best offensive weapons on this team i fully expect them to shut down yeah. for sure odell beckham jr and probably nick chubb too. i put him in that put nick chubb in that category of still starting him but don't expect a lot from him because the, the yeah yeah i think defense is the best defense in the nfl um their best team in total yards allowed per game second in total passing and rushing yards per game. So, Yeah, I think Chubb could get 60 yards and a touchdown yeah. if I had to predict. Yeah, but Odell, I definitely uh, wouldn't start. I like other wide receivers better this week. John Brown, Kenny Stills, players like that. Yeah, I feel pretty comfortable taking the Patriots yeah, in this game. That's a pretty that's a pretty easy one. <laughs> Patriots beating the Cleveland Browns. What a What a downfall that's been for Cleveland. Yep. No, uh, you were one of their biggest fans. I was. So that's that's, was. that's sad to watch. Could be two and five. You'd be sad. Uh, next up, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the undefeated 49ers. Yeah. It'll be a fun that's one. Weird to say. I'm just gonna say it. It is weird to it's say. Weird. Uh, we'll start with the Panthers. Uh-huh. This is a tough matchup. The 49ers have been a elite defense. Mm-hmm. You're starting McCaffrey. Don't overthink yep. it. But I'm I'm not streaming Kyle Allen. No. Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, they're on my bench. Greg Olson should not be a factor. I think the only person on the Panthers I'd be playing is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, it, it it's you got to play a matchup here. So Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, um, very hesitant about against his 49ers defense. They're the uh, best defense in passing yards allowed per game. They only give up 133 passing yards on average per game. Um, I, I don't like the odds for DJ. Yeah. And, and so that literally translates to the 49ers are the worst matchup in the NFL for wide receivers. Exactly. Well, so yeah, I think that's reason enough to shut down those yep. pass receiving options, Christian McCaffrey. And that's the only it. One. Uh, over to the 49ers side of the ball. The Panthers defense has actually been shockingly solid yep. this year, um, especially as a streaming option. But you know, the Panthers defense is 22nd in the NFL in rushing yards allowed per game. Yeah while the 49ers have the second most rushing yards per game in the NFL. I'm starting Tevin Coleman. I'm starting Matt Burita. They're ranked closer than what most people would expect. You know, I think Tevin Coleman, you know, is less of a RB1. I think I have them both as RB2s. I think Coleman's a high RB2, and Burita is a medium to low RB2. Yeah, I got him. I got Burita as more of a low end and... Coleman is a high, so yeah. Yeah, George Kittle's questionable with a groin injury, uh, but I do expect him to play, and if he plays, I'm starting him. Yep, got to start him. He's just a playmaker, man. He's going to get you the points. So they have a new toy by the name yep. of Emmanuel Sanders. Would you be willing to play Emmanuel Sanders this week? Not this week. 
Yeah, I'm right there with you. Give them a week. Yeah, Panthers defense, their passing defense is pretty good. Yeah, their passing defense is really good. Ranked 10th. Uh, Plus, it's really hard to learn a new system, and this is not exactly a pass-happy offense in the first place. So if you have Emmanuel Sanders, you kind of got screwed in the trade. Um, I think it'll be better season long, but this week for sure, I'm benching him. Yep, I agree. Yeah, so Kittle is the only receiving option I would start. Otherwise, start the running backs with confidence. Mm -hmm. Uh, These two teams, the Panthers have been on a roll with Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen is undefeated, taking on the undefeated 49ers. I think in this game, the 49ers come out with a win. 7-0. Shocking. 7-0. 49ers. Let's go. Uh, Next up, we have America's favorite team, the Green Bay Packers, taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Talking about the Chiefs there. Nope, nope. Uh, okay. Patrick Mahomes was ruled out earlier today, so he's not going to be a factor. Uh, other chief options, Sammy Watkins is playing this week. Avoid Sammy Watkins like the plague. Tyreek Hill, I am starting even yes. with more as yeah. quarterback, but I'm not happy yeah. about it. Um, Mahomes out really affects the entire team. It's Yeah, it's, it's honestly, a huge downgrade. You've got to start Kelsey you got to start Tyreek Hill. Everyone else, I am not interested in. Yeah, even the running game, I'm nervous yeah, about. No. Uh, if you have to choose a running back, I'd choose LaShawn McCoy. I think yep. he's a, a low-end flex, and you're just hoping that the Packers forget yep. how to you know, protect against the rush again, which is pretty yep. likely. I mean, that's something that has been known to happen. They have issues tackling. Yes, yeah, that's certainly true. But yeah, no, outside of you know Tyreek Hill, and yeah. Travis Kelsey, there's nobody else I'm particularly no. inter- interested in. Not even Byron Pringle. Shockingly enough. Not even Byron. I want to cheer for my boy Pringle, but I can't. Yeah, that's. I don't think he's going to have a good game. I don't either. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that sums Shockingly. up the Chiefs' side of the ball. The Packers yeah. have had a pretty solid defense, other than the rushing defense, which, once again, the Sean McCoy is an okay flex start. Yeah. Uh, Packers side of the ball. The biggest news is Devontae Adams is a game time decision this Sunday. Uh, oh, makes me nervous. He got in a limited practice today. Game time decision. And that's yeah. awful news because, you know, if you, you know, hold out hope for Devontae Adams, you know, it could come Sunday night and he's not playing and you, yeah. it's going to be hard to find a substitute that can that's play it. for him. You, so if it's Sunday night game, so if, Adams doesn't play. You got to play another Packer, Chief, Dolphin, or Steeler. Yeah, which isn't not great. Um, so if you, you know, have Devonte Adams, if your roster can afford it, try to have Geronimo Allison. Uh, MVS is probably owned, so you know I think you're either hoping for Lazard or Allison. Between Allison and Lazard, I would take Lazard. I would still go Allison. I get that. Um, I think you're I speaking as an uninformed owner. Uh, if you yeah, look at Geronimo Allison's track record this year, it's been awful. Lazard has gotten the targets, and I think Rodgers likes him and trusts him more, which is hard to say. He's a newly emerged receiver, but if it's between Allison and Lazard, I'm going Lazard. Yeah, there's a lot of other wide receivers that I like better than these guys. But again, it's if Devontae Adams doesn't play. and right. you've need to make a decision quick so yep and if he does play i'm playing adams of course yeah uh i i don't know how i feel about it um if you have a better option during the early section of games yeah i'd be tempted to play them over adams i'm just afraid of 
getting burned. And there's not a whole lot of options on the Chiefs, Dolphins, or uh, Steelers that I feel comfortable starting. Yeah, so I would definitely say keep an eye on it. I'm looking forward to this Yeah, go the early. Go the earlier window. Get a player from that. Um, hopefully we get more news early on Sunday if Adams is going to play, but game time decision Sunday night does not sound good. No, not good at all. Uh, Aaron Rodgers are starting. Congratulations yep. for believing in the Packers. Mm-hmm. Going back to the receiving options, um, you know, I know you touched over it, but Adams is obviously the wide receiver one in this offense. So would you start MVS regardless of Adams? Not really, no. Hmm. Uh, I would against the Chiefs. I'd be willing to start MVS um, regardless of Adams. But it certainly does not make me feel good. But MVS, he's a game breaker. He does have the speed and yeah. he's, he's involved whether I like it or not. So I think MVS is a start. Aaron Jones, you're starting. What about Jamal yeah. Williams? He's been heavily involved. He's made the most of his opportunities. Yes. How do you feel about Williams? Yes, I I still like Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones better. Um, I don't feel like Jamal Williams can do enough to fit in my starting lineup. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty similar to the Latavius Murray situation. Um, I think Murray is better than Williams, but yeah. Williams keeps getting a lot of opportunity. So I think he stays. I think his value is a high end handcuff. But once again, if Jones Jones is known to have a lot of mental mistakes mm-hmm. and Williams, if he steps up as the RB one for the Packers, that's real value. Yeah. I, so, I would put him up there with like, I, I think like you said, great handcuff. I don't think enough to make, uh, a starting lineup until Aaron Jones is out. Would you go Ronald Jones or Jamal Williams? Oh man. Well, that's it. <laughs> uh, I would go Ronald Jones. Really? Okay. Interesting. Very hesitantly. Yeah, no, I, I get you there. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think Jimmy Graham is a fine tight end stream. Be prepared for 40 yards, no touchdown or 40 yards and a touchdown. Nothing, nothing exciting there. Uh, anybody else do you feel that's worth mentioning? Uh, not really. No, I think I actually kind of like Jimmy Graham this, this week. I kind of like, yeah, him. yeah, that's valid. Um, I will say if Adams is out, I do like Lazard. Um, but I might be on an Island alone there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Packers versus chiefs without Mahomes, I think it's an easy pick. Uh, I'm going to take the Packers. Me too. Ooh, uh, I'm going to set that as my ringtone. That hurts. Andrew, who are you picking? Let's just move on. (laughs) Not the Chiefs. I just, without Mahomes, man, that that team (laughs) could struggle. And I can't believe it that the Packers are going to go 7 1. Oh, my God. I can. Oh. Uh, (laughs) You can't. Oh, that hurts. Uh, Like I said, though, NFC North, just going to be a great week for them. So. Yeah. Uh, Miami Dolphins take on the Pittsburgh Steelers for the Monday night football game. Miami Dolphins showed signs of life this past week uh, against the Bills uh, in Buffalo. So I am optimistic. I think Fitzgerald does give this team a chance to, or sorry, Fitzpatrick. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I truly do, I truly do feel he gives them more of a chance for fantasy value. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, I think, is a really good defensive stream this week, but. Yep. Are there any Dolphins you're contemplating? It, 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 I think Preston Williams, if I had to guess, just knowing you as a person, I think the only person you're interested in is Preston Williams. Parker. I like both of them. Um, it Steelers defense isn't that good. 
Um, they're pretty average all around in passing and rushing. They're kind of middle of the pack. Um, so I don't expect any big games from Williams and Devontae Parker, but I, I could see a touchdown out of one of those two. So gun to your head, you have to choose one. Gun to my head, I'm picking Williams. Williams, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I would lean Devontae Parker. So yeah. it's just going to be one of those whoever Fitzpatrick favors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that sums it up. I'm not starting Kenyon Drake. I'm not starting Kalen Bellage. I'm not no starting Mark Walton. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, it really is, if you need a receiver... I would favor Devontae Parker, especially yep. if you started Adams or have Adams and he turns out to be not playing. I think you could go either Devontae Parker yeah. or Preston Williams. Yeah, I mean Parker's got Parker's got more touchdowns and uh, <laughs> Preston Williams has got more receptions and yards. So hmm. yep. I think yeah, I poison. Think, think if Williams gets those touchdown opportunities, he's gonna be actually really good. But Wow, it seems like it seems like all Devonte Parker in the red. Team. Uh, going over to the Steelers side of the ball, if Ben Roethlisberger was healthy, this would be a very exciting matchup. Yeah, uh, but he's not, so it's not. Uh, I'm starting Juju just because you have to at this point. Um, he just he's has that had a bad season. Yeah, he has had a bad season, and I feel bad because it's not entirely his fault. No. But he has enough ability where he can break out of a tackle and run it in for a touchdown. So. I trust uh, Juju's yards after catch yeah. uh, ability. So I'm starting Juju. I'm starting Connor. Yep. That's it. You know, I don't, I think if you have to, I think Vance McDonald could be fine, but oh. I'd rather start Jimmy Graham. I'd rather start Cameron Bright. Yeah, I agree on, on both of those. Uh, McDonald has not, I mean, I, I would talk about how I was disappointed in Darren Fells. Darren Fells is having a better season than McDonald. There are two tight ends from Houston that are having a better season than Vance. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, and that's, again, it's that's not, not their good. fault. It's not their fault. I mean, Big Ben got hurt, and that really affects that team in a negative way. But it's it's really Juju and Connor at this point for me. Yeah, and it's the Connor and Juju show yep. uh, between these two teams. Give me the Steelers. Oh, I I want to pick the Dolphins so bad, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm going Steelers. Man, we're on the same page a lot this week. There, what are the two games that we disagree on? I picked the Titans over the Buccaneers, uh, mm. and obviously vice versa for you. And then the um, Jets game. The Jets game. I picked the Jaguars over the Jets, and you picked Jets yep. over the Jaguars. Both of those, uh, I was very hesitant on. It was really bad. yeah. No, me too. Those so. are both toss ups. Uh, yeah, that sums up our week eight preview. We can finish the podcast with our yays and nays of the yes. week. I'll start. Yep. Uh, I think we do share some similarities here. You might. So we'll start with the Seattle Seahawks receiving core. Yeah, I didn't know who to put, so I put down just the receiving core because I like Yeah, that's a cop-out. You put the same thing, though, right? <laughs> no, I actually went more specific. I went DK, DK Metcalf. All right. uh, DK did have a disappointing game last week. Mm-hmm. He did lose a pretty costly fumble. And let's, I mean, let's be real. It's a pretty boomer bust kind of guy at yeah. this point of his career. Against Atlanta, if you were to pick out the games you would expect Metcalf to, you know, break out, it'd be Atlanta. So give me that big strong guy against yeah. this terrible defense. And I think they're gonna to need to be in a shootout. You know, I think I think the Falcons are gonna be able to put up points. You know, they can't focus their attention on Lockett. I think Metcalf is gonna sneak away with a long touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um I got Tevin Coleman in my next yay. I'm not sure if you do as well. 
um, because I know you speak highly of them. Um, I will stop you for a second. I do also want to mention Atlanta has given up the fifth most points per game to wide receivers this season. They're very burnable. There you go. Exactly. A lot lot of points coming from this receiving core this week. Um, Tevin Coleman against the Panthers. I think uh, Tevin Coleman is going to get a good uh, good amount. Well, I would say he's going to get you a lot of points. I don't know how many yards, but the Panthers defense – uh, their rushing defense is not that great. They're uh, ranked se- uh, 22nd. I almost said 72nd for some reason. 22nd. <laughs> that would be a really bad defense. Uh, they're ranked second. Uh, the 49ers are ranked second in most rushing yards per game. Man, I just couldn't speak there. Yeah, you're wow. struggling. I'm struggling for this. Uh, Tevin Coleman, basically, is going to have a good game. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Wow. 49ers run the ball a lot. Panthers have problems stopping the run. And I think Tevin Coleman is a better runner. Oh boy, you just 49ers got 49ers run good. Tevin Coleman run good. I speak for more than a minute straight. I just <laughs> Oh man. Uh thank you Andrew for that expert yeah, analysis. Exactly. Next up I have John Brown versus Philly. Mm-hmm. He was a start for me last week. Turned out pretty good. He is a start for me this week. Looked great last week. Philly's giving up the most points per game to wide receivers this season, and they've been torched by wide receivers. Uh, Brown is a clear wide receiver one in this offense, and he's gotten the targets to match. I expect Josh Allen to have a career best game this week, and he's going to test out the long ball to get there. Best. Give me John Brown. I'm not going to disagree with you because my next DA is Josh Allen. Like you said, he could have a career best. And I, I against Philly, who has given up the most points against wide receivers. So yep, not you kind of set it for me there. Thank thankfully. Yeah, you're you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, my final yay of the week is Golden Tate versus the Lions. No Sterling Shepard means that Golden Tate will get the wide receiver one looks. Uh, he has incredible yards after catchability. Uh, in the last two games, his targets were nine targets, and then last week was eleven targets in Shepard's wow. absence. Yeah. I expect the combination of targets and Tate's just ability of yards after catch should be enough to make enough happen for him to have a productive game. Uh, productive game. Uh, in addition to that, it is a revenge game, and I think Golden Tate is the kind of competitor that really thrives on that, similar to Deshaun Jackson. I expect Golden Tate to really have a great day. All right. Um, uh, I'll, I'll throw a bonus in here. Okay. Um, because I love the people, here's an extra one. Cameron Bright versus Tennessee. I love the people. With O.J. Howard being out, uh, Bright has been highlighted in his offense, and will continue. He'll continue to do so. Uh, Tennessee has excelled against wide receivers, but they've been vulnerable to tight ends. Winston does have a history of using tight ends, and now that there's only one tight end, that should lead to success. Uh, Cameron Brait has scored two touchdowns in his last three weeks, and that was with O.J. Howard. Without O.J. Howard, I think Cameron Brown is going to be... Bright. I'm not going to say the focal point of the offense, but I think he's going to contribute a lot more than people expect. All right. Uh, let's move on to the nays. Uh, my first nay is Kyler Murray. We talked about that a little earlier. I chose Stafford over Murray. Uh, this Saints, Saints defense is pretty legit. Um, like I said before, they haven't allowed more than 260 total yards per game in the last four games. Um, they only give up a total of 236 passing yards per game, which is a pretty good amount, but they're only ranked 15th. They're ranked 15th best passing defense. I think the Saints are going to run over the Cardinals. So. I like it. My first day of the week is Odell Beckham Jr. versus New England. Mm-hmm. New England is obviously elite. 
New England typically shuts down the elite players. Uh, Odo Beckham Jr. has not had a great season, and I don't think it gets any better against the Patriots. There you go. Um, I did another cop-out because obviously I have to. Uh, I did the Cleveland Browns against the Patriots. Um, Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, um, Nick Chubb. Obviously, like I said, you got to start. Don't expect a lot from this game. But the Patriots, cop out. the Patriots are just too good. I mean, I, I wasn't <laughs> yeah, going to They're write, the best defense for I, a reason. I thought I might as well write that down. So if Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, and uh, Baker Mayfield, all that. Yeah, they're the best defense in pretty much every metric. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's a matchup to fade. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next up for my nays is Keenan Allen and Mike Williams versus the Bears. Oh. Uh, Keenan Allen has been limited in practice. Uh, this offensive line is getting Rivers pressured. And since Hunter Henry has come back, Mike Williams has been an afterthought. Uh, I truly believe this Chargers team is falling apart. I think they are Cincinnati Bengals part two. Ooh. I'm a, And that sounds gross, but I truly think that's the kind of situation we have. I think yeah. they've really given up on their season, and this team is just confused. So Keenan Allen, he's hurt. Even if he plays, the Bears are just going to be crushing Rivers this entire game. So I'm fading Keenan Allen. I'm really fading Mike Williams. All right. Uh, my final nay of the week. Um, I got Carlos Hyde slash Duke Johnson, basically the Texans run game. I obviously you got to fade on Duke Johnson. Carlos Hyde's been the better running back. Um, but this Raiders rushing defense is actually pretty good. They're ranked fifth in total rushing yards uh, allowed per game. Um, I think they're averaging 86 rushing yards per game. So I don't really expect a lot. Uh, from Carlos Hyde, like we said, it's going to be pretty high passing. Yeah, and my final nay of the week is Sammy Watkins versus the Green Bay Packers. If you have Sammy Watkins, you are really just chasing the fumes of his week one performance. Um, I will say long time. I I do face Sammy Watkins this week in a couple of my leagues, so yeah. I'm sure he's going to go off for a massive week because that's, that's, that's how, how it goes. goes. Yeah. Uh, but as far as logic, Sammy Watkins, even though he's back without Patrick Mahomes, Against a good secondary, you gotta stop him. You got you have to just bench him. He's still worth rostering for when Mahomes comes back, but he's coming off soft tissue injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, do I need more soft tissue injury? Mahomes is out. Yep. Green Bay is good. Yep. That's enough. That's it. I agree. Yeah, we that sums up. We agreed a lot what? on this podcast. On this episode, shockingly. Yeah, yeah. I weird. I don't like it. It does not make for good listening. Uh. Uh, that wraps up our uh, week eight preview. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Uh, if we can ask a favor, we would really appreciate it. If you could leave us a review on whatever platform you use to uh, listen to us, we thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. We are trying our best and we look forward to recapping week eight with you next week. Thank you all. Good luck this week and we will see you soon.